Welcome to Couch Crouches. This is Jim. I'm Gonzo. All right, we are Sans Joe tonight. You know, with the mics turned up when we start the theme song, they can all hear your mouse click. I don't care. All right. What am I gonna do? I'm not gonna turn the. I'm not gonna do that like a crossfade with the knobs. Oh, that's what you, you need a. Yeah, I got. Let's knobs. get you a good crossfade. I got knobs. All right. So actually, wait, 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 hold on. Let me go. You, you, you want to go first? No, you. You, you first. That's a good one. Ooh, those two good ones. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> okay. All right. We're ready to get started. Check those off. And uh, hey, we'll just do this for Gonzo now. Yeah, with the birds. This is the No Joe theme song. <laughs> this we should just this is just be the No Joe theme song. <laughs> that way, everyone knows which episodes to skip. <laughs> no, I'll tell you. You know, we we get very good reviews for the for the just you and me ones. People people like you know people like you know the, it's a little different. They like it, so that makes me happy. Well, he's off what living that Disney dream, right? No, he's going tomorrow. Joe leaves tomorrow. Um, tonight he's um, taking care oh, of yeah, his grandma. Gram. Grandma taking care of his gram. So I like her. I met her. Oh, of course you do. Um, She's good. Hi, Joe. Hi, Graham. So just thought that you would uh. Still like us to actually release one on time. We're gonna we're back now. Show's over. We could talk about that for a minute. Yeah, and we'll probably talk a little bit more about the show next time we have Joe on, considering that Joe was the lead in the fucking thing. But um, hey, you know what? <coughs> I ran. I thought the... Pirelli was the lead. <laughs> no, he's just the best part. Um, I I directed the show, ran the program, and produced the whole thing. So I guess I could talk about it. And you yeah. certainly, you know, did all the props, helped with the stage dressing. Uh, built half the shit and uh, yeah. that stuff. So you certainly have enough to say. Yeah, yeah. But now it's over. Done. It is. Forever. Um, yeah, I got some stuff. To, I could talk about that for a second Back if you don't to mind. to my regularly scheduled mental breakdowns instead of hiding behind Oof. the psych mental breakdown. Jesus Christ. Um, there were a couple. Oh, I, I had a couple as well. Um, so, yeah, um... I have to say it was, you know, not to break my arm patting myself on the back. Um, it was easily my best show with Cirillo Summer Theater as a whole show. You know, like the execution of it. Um, and it's like, you know, <laughs> you could joke Gonzo and say, yeah, and it's on the top five. I only did five oh, shows yeah, with Cirillo. Yeah, that's yeah. The, that's, that's, no, that's I the, counted yeah. earlier, but I just yeah. spaced on it now. I did five, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, um, I, you know, Young Frankenstein would have been good. It would have been, but this was better. This was better. Yeah, this was better. I know you would have had more fun doing props for that. Although this was a fun show to This prop. had a lot of props. Yeah, this was a, a lot fun. of cool this props. Was, this was a very ambitious show prop wise. Like I, you know, like I said to you, like 103, I'm, we cut 30. Yeah. I'm, I'm no, I didn't want to do that. I'm sorry with the No, I was super impressed. I was super impressed. And, you know, everything looked good. Um, so, yeah, <coughs> you know. Oh. Delicious. That, that, that peaked something. Probably. Um, yeah, so I got to say that last five years have been um, some of the most gratifying, you know, there's an incredible amount of stress during the summer and it does eat the entire summer. And, you know, I could go and list all of the reasons 
why, you know, all of the things that made it a not positive experience, but I can say that all of the things that made it a positive experience vastly outweigh the negatives. I did not once yell at an actor this summer. I was shocked. I know there were a couple of times where you didn't want to yell at an actor. You wanted to, like, cut an actor, so. Yeah, yeah. And I don't mean, like, tell them to go home. I mean, like, you know, place a sharp object against their skin and press. Yeah, um, well. But, yeah. It's just a given. Yeah, what are you going to do? I did whip a bag full of stuff into the audience one day, but that wasn't around <laughs> the actors. Yeah. That was uh, just in front of the scenic who did a really great job on that she backdrop. She did a great job, yeah. Um, yeah, <clears throat> so... You know, any of you guys that listen, that have ever done the program or come to see the show, <laughs> seen any of our shows, thank you for everything. I, uh, I'm i really, uh, I'm glad, you know, glad that I did it and glad it's part of my life. Part of me is sad to not be running that program anymore um, because it was a really big part of my identity, if that makes any sense, like part of my professional identity. And I mean, um, you got the email address, Cirillo Jim. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get rid of that now. Who's gonna get that? I'm I'm releasing it into the ether. Oh. Yeah, not not for a while. Probably, uh, you know, I got a lot of transferring of stuff and stuff like that, and I'm gonna help. Hopefully, you know, be able to help with the transition. We'll see what happens, but that's fine. Yeah. So, and as for the show, I mean, what a talented cast! What a good show! Um, if you didn't see it. Hey, dude, you're bad. Like you, you missed out. So, um, we did have a number of show regulars come see it, mm-hmm. um, and and also friends of the show as well came to see it. So I saw nearly none of them. I did see Jaqueline. Yeah, well, you were. On, I saw it's because she hung around. Everybody else took off. No, she um she you were on stage like you were doing fixing. You were putting props away most of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, right after the show. So. You know, my job. Yeah. yeah, And you did it well. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's a chapter in my life that's over. And um, I, it's, you know, I'm, I'm leaving for the right reasons. Um, I'm leaving on my own terms. I'm leaving in a positive fashion. So I have very few regrets and no regrets. No regrets. No regrets. So I think it's enough talking about that, don't you think? Yeah, sure. All right. So, because it's me and Gonzo, and because we're, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're rebels, I figure we'll do things backwards today, or just skip to a certain place. Well, I don't have news. I don't have news either. Done. Okay. Next segment. Um, I want to go to, to letters. I want to do, and we can be, this can be a quick episode or a long episode, but I want to go to letters, um, and I'll do some... Um, let me just take a look at some of the messages real quick that I got here. Um, because I, you know, I have a couple of things. Fan mail episode. I mean, yeah, I mean, every episode's a fan. I would love to have like a, a, a stock of fan mail. You know, if you guys, you know, send us more stuff at couchcrouches at gmail.com or, you know, Twitter? On Twitter, you know, at Couch Crouches. Instagram, but that's not really for messages. No, um, or you could just, you know, hit us up on Facebook, <laughs> at Couch Crouches. You know, we're easy enough to find. You Leave still sound review. like you still sound like hell. Me? Yeah, you don't sound good. But the show is over. Now my body can get sick. Ah, yes. 
Correct. <clears throat> I mean, I've been going nonstop since fair, so. You really have been, though. You really now, have been, yeah. Now my body can die. Okay, so you know what? We have, we've got, we got stuff. <coughs> I got, we got messages, we got messages from Facebook. All right. And we've got some email. So I've got three from Facebook. I've got an email. Let me see if I have another email. I thought I did. Yeah, this could be fan mail. Uh, you know what? I have, we have two for, okay, so we have three from Facebook and two from email. All right. Okay. So. If we're um, 10 minutes a pop, that's an hour long episode there, there you with go. our intro. So let's go ahead and um, let's go to Facebook first. Um, Speaking of Facebook. There we go. So um, friend of the show and fellow podcaster from across the country, uh, Chris, from who's one half of the Nerdlies. Uh, I recommend that podcast. It's N-E-R-D-S-L-Y, the Nerdlies. Um, they're awesome. You just spelled nerd sly. Yeah. Is that how it's spelled? I, Nerdsly? I think it Nerdsly? is. Nerdsly? Nerdsly? Nerdly. No, I think it's the Nerdly. Oh, did I put an S in there? Yeah, you put the S before the L. Um, no, no, it's, it's N-E-R-D-L-Y-S, the oh, Nerdly. Okay. Not the nerd sly. I'm tired. That makes more um, sense. And you can actually check them out um, <clears throat> uh, at, you know, the Nerdsly, the Nerdlies. So you got me yeah, doing it's it now. stuck now. At the Nerdlies.com as we well. We should rebrand as the Nerdsly. No, we really shouldn't. Um... And it's it's a it's a it's a it's a fun podcast. I haven't listened to it in a while, though. I really should do that. So I feel like we fielded something from from Chris we have before. we have yeah. So uh, Chris, it was uh, it was movie related probably. Um, so Chris was the guy that I showed you the picture. <clears throat> He's the Asian guy that did the really good Wong uh, cosplay. Yes. Yeah. All right. So Chris asks, why do you think Hollywood is obsessed with covering Tom Hardy's face and messing with his voice in post? He is, of course, referring to the Venom trailer. Oh, and then, yeah. of course, Bane. Or he talks like this throughout the entire movie. Um, why? Um, I don't know. Ask his agent. I think it's because he's really the Metatron. And if we ever heard his true voice, it would destroy us. I'll take it. Um, I don't know. So people really, really love Tom Hardy. I'm really on the fence about Tom Hardy. I mean, I like Tom Hardy, I guess. I mean, yeah, he's fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, they, they've, they've definitely thrown something on his face a couple times and given him a goofy voice. Um, maybe he demands it. Well, I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe he's like trying to be like, um, I don't know, like backwards Andy Circus or something like that. Goes, oh, my thing will be you never hear my voice correctly, and my face is covered by comic book shit. Whereas Andy Circus is like, I've got dots on my face, and I can, you know, still, you know, uh, physicalize any, like, realistically any creature, you know, in existence. So, I don't know. Not an interesting answer, but an answer. So, <coughs> thanks for the last minute question, Chris. I appreciate it. Um, moving on, um, listener to the show, but first time messenger, but I, um, someone that you know, I've talked to a couple of times who's, um, complimented the, uh, the podcast, uh, James, not me. Um, 
James asks, what do you guys think about the current rash of fan gatekeeping? <laughs> and what hey. happened with the Batwoman casting? Well, you see, it wouldn't be a No Joe episode if we didn't talk about things like this, right? I mean, I think so. It just fit right in. Yeah. So go ahead. What do you think? Um, so seeing as I don't really read news, What's... I don't know much about the, the, the casting nonsense that's going on or whatever. Well, I will tell you what's going on. Um, it's the same shit as always. Okay. Um, Ruby Rose, mm -hmm. who has been cast as, um, as Batwoman, mm -hmm. um, has left Twitter. <clears throat> oh, this and again. I'll bet you, I'll tell you why. Um, it, it Okay, so the complaints about her casting, um, people are pissed that she's not a lesbian, she's not Jewish, and that she does not have the acting skills to play the role. Um, okay, maybe one of these could be a legitimate complaint. I don't really, I'm not familiar with her acting prowess, yeah, um, but uh, if she's not good enough to play the role, then, well, you really think that they wouldn't have cast her? But it is DC, and I don't trust DC. So here's the funny thing that she said. Uh, she's baffled by the first statement, posting on Twitter before she deleted her account that she came out at 12 and spent the last five years told that she was too gay for certain roles. Mm -hmm. So, um, okay. You know, I, I, I just, she's Australian and she's actually, you know, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, you know, she's a recording artist as well as an actress. Um, yeah, and Gotham City is canonically right. part of New Jersey. Yeah, I mean, what do I think? What do I think? You know what I think? I, you, you know, James, um, I appreciate the question, and I'll, I'll answer it, um, but I will not take a million years on it, because if you listen back in the archives, um, I went I went batshit crazy when this thing happened, when what happened to Kelly Marie Tran mm -hmm. um, with, with uh, her playing Rose in Star Wars. So that was... Uh... That was Toxic Fandoms Part 2, right? Uh, yes, it was. And then we also talked about it with Joe on yeah. another episode. Um, what do I think? Um, I think that we're at a point now where people need to realize that their opinions, I mean, you know, I hate to be like this, but it's... That's all yeah, that's, so much echo. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. That We left Joe's mic on. Ghost mic. And I'm not going to get all this generation type thing. What I will go to is say that the, the manner in which social media has evolved, the level of assumed entitlement mm -hmm. that people have in this day and age has increased greatly. You know, people think that because multiple people can see my opinion, I'm entitled to let everybody know what my opinion is, despite how uneducated that opinion might be or whatever. I, I just, um, what do I think? I think that, um, I don't know how it can stop, but it needs to stop. <coughs> um, you know, all we can do is just, I don't know, weather it and see what's going on. I mean, I could talk about a little piece of news. Um, that's related to this. Well, um, go ahead. So, because like I, I have some segue, beautiful segue. So, so point ahead. number one was that she's not a lesbian. No, she, except no, except she, she, she is, is gay. So point number one was that she wasn't. Mm -hmm. Canonically, is is Batwoman? Yes, Kathy okay. Kane is gay. 
I couldn't openly. Oh right. No, I'm sorry. I was thinking of Batgirl. Yep, Batgirl is not. Kathy Kane is. That Batwoman. That, that's is. that's where uh, my first slip up yep. was there. But okay. Or Kate Kane. I'm sorry, not Kathy Kane. Kate Kane. And so, yeah. No, I'm I'm all for seeing appropriately gendered and appropriately uh, whatever what what oriented. Sure. That's the word. Yep. You know, casting for for certain roles because. Gay washing has been a thing, yeah, historically, and uh, I will say on. But the se- also, how are how do you get your facts this wrong? Uh, because people just because people are looking because people want to be spe- like they want to think that they're special. They want to think, and they take a stand before but they. It just sounds. like... It's very Trumpian, Gonzo. It's, it's, it's just very Trumpian. So much like if the. The people who are going to sit there and get angry mm-hmm. about gay washing mm-hmm. and and go on these, you know, uh, <coughs> social media campaigns in, you know, whichever side mm-hmm. they're going with it, you'd think they would also be the same people who would already have known that they no, would, this is wrong. Yeah, yeah. And I'll say, as for the second one, oh, well, why isn't she Jewish? Okay, for a couple points here. First of all, where although it was mentioned at some point that she's Jewish in the comics, her Judaism has never been central to her character. Ever. Okay? Ever been central to her character. So, hold on. Secondly... Although there is a genetic line, several genetic lines of of people that are identified as Jews, and this this is from someone who was raised by a Jewish woman, um, them still white people, for the most part, unless you're Sephardic and you are, you know, Western European and and, and are of Spanish descent, but the majority excuse me, of American Jews, the majority of American Jews are not Ashkenazi Jews, who are Eastern European Jews. Them is white people. Okay? So, <clears throat> I'm not going to get pissed. Like, you're going for minutia now. Okay? So are you saying that Jews are underrepresented in Hollywood? Are you saying that Jews are underrepresented in Hollywood? Are you saying that that, you know... Are you saying that 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 white people don't get enough that that you know we need to take the white people now and only cast Jewish white people as Jewish people and only you know I mean is, is this where we are? Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! Not you, Gonzo. People, shut up and die. Just stop. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. There's this picture from uh, 2016. That I just refound on Reddit right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure what what movie mm-hmm. it is, but uh, you know it's like a behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and they're getting a guy done up in a pharaoh's outfit. Sure. And, oh, uh, was it like Gods of Egypt or something it may like have that? Been. Yeah. And and the the Tumblr comments underneath go, okay, but why is there a white guy playing an Egyptian? Responds, please tell me you're joking. That's Rami Malek. He's <laughs> an Egyptian. Yeah. So, like, 
Well, how, you know, how how do, for a minute, for a minute, people bitched when Rami Malek was, I think it was Rami Malek was playing Freddie Mercury, right? I think so. For a minute. They're like, well, who's this little white kid playing Federer? Oh, it's like, shut the fuck up. It's like, and people, you, you're just, exactly. You're, you're, you're not looking into it. So they're it, shit starting. You, they just want to shit start. But also, it, it feels like you looked at this picture of this dude getting done up in this costume, yeah. and his skin was now, was more of an olive tan. And you looked at him and said, oh, this guy's white. Now, keep in mind, there were too many white people playing Egyptians in that movie, but yes. that kid's not one of them. Yes. Um, so James, um, it's, just, it's the same thing I think about, you know, I think that people are working so hard. Everyone wants to be offended. Everybody by wants to be offended by something. Um, I just, you know, I, I just, oh, they I, like anger. Anger's a feeling in an apathetic and uncaring social media world. Anger is a feeling. I know. I know. It just makes me up. It just it makes me angry. That's a sound bite. We it should is. put that on a t-shirt. It's a little long for a t-shirt. A little long for a t-shirt. If Hello from the Magic Tavern could put Isidore's <laughs> full name on their t-shirt, I think we could put that, except I forgot it already. It's okay. We're being recorded. I can go back and pull it. Oh, man. We're being recorded. We're 21 minutes in. Good. good. Okay. It was a not, <laughs> not so subtle. Uh, not so subtle. Hey, have you checked the have recording today? Have you checked today? the recording today? All right, our next question. Wouldn't be the first time we've gone 20 minutes nope, before realizing. Certainly not. Our next question on Facebook comes, of course, with a theme song. I'm too sexy for my love. Too sexy for my love. Love's going to leave me. I like to think that wherever Joe is, he's dancing too. I think he is. All right, so this is uh, this is from Sam. Realize I said that like he was dead. He's not. He's not. He's still alive. <laughs> He's just with Graham. I did not kill him. No. So, <clears throat> all right. So Sam has got a pretty easy one. He goes, I've been spending a lot of time over the past month visiting a friend in the hospital. He's going a little stir crazy and we're looking for board games to keep him entertained. Do you guys have a favorite board game that you'd recommend? Um, I I immediately go to Lords of Waterdeep. Yeah, I thought it. I immediately go to Wards, Lords play, of Waterdeep. Could you play that easily in Well, in this is the question. I mean, is he in bed? If he's in bed, you're going to have a hell of a time playing board games. I would go to card games. I would do shit like flux or munchkin or or munchkin could be fun yeah uh you know you know like stuff like that but if you've got room if you've got room in a couple of hours and some room to spread out lords of water deep's a lot of fun Uh, of course we always if you've got six or seven hours you know you can all in a big table you could always do some talisman Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Um, you don't even need that big of a table for that but 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 talismans is all about the expansions gonzo yeah, but you can still kill a lot of time with the base you so, game. You totally can. You totally can. Um, um, hmm. Other board games. Um, I don't know. There are lots of board games. I'm looking at Talisman right now. Yeah. Munchkin. Cribbage. That's not a board no, game. it's not. I'm just reading the boxes that I see to my right now. It's Scrabble. I mean, there's Settlers of Catan. Settler- you know what, though? I do like Scrabble. Scrabble's a, lot. That's, I mean, Scrabble's that's, a classic. Yeah. That's not a bad game. Um, Catan's a lot of fun. <clears throat> Ticket to Ride is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I played that for the first time fairly yep. recently. Yep. Had a great time. Yep. 
the ticket to ride's not too big of a board either. Um, trying to think of things that aren't gigantic, like you know, like don't play like Rebel Assault or Imperial Assault because you need like the miniatures everywhere. You need oh yeah, it's there. Um, trying to think of other games that um, are pretty good. I don't know. You got me on sort of the deck building games like a Munchkin. Or Munchkin, a... Boss Monster. Boss, Boss Monster Monster's would fun. Be pretty good. Boss Monster would be good if you, you know, you're in a you're in a, a, a hospital. Um, Oregon Trail would be pretty fun, but there's a lot of death and a lot of dysentery in that. So. Yeah, but you know what? Gallows humor is a is a true yeah. thing. And I'd like to think he's in the hospital, and that you know, if he's if he's well enough to be playing playing no, no. board uh, games. I'm not even talking about Sam's friend here. I'm talking about like people the other people yeah. who could be hearing it. You know, you're playing Oregon Trail and you, you get, oh no, you've died of dysentery. You hear five people down the hallway just indignant with rage because... Yeah. I agree. Do people still die of dysentery in... in... Uh, not in the not in the first world. That's... All right. All right, um, so... Hmm. Wait, no. Oh, I, ha- I, have a, I have a game at home that I still haven't played that What's looks that? pretty fun. What's that? Um, I think it's called Utter Nonsense. Okay. And I believe that the the point of it is you wind up drawing like Oh a, my a card. god, I have to play this game. game? Utter nonsense. Oh, yeah. It's an accent game? Yeah. Oh god, we have to fucking do that. Hey Jamie. What's the name of the um the board game that we like to play with, at Josh and Siobhan's with the uh Code Names. Code Names. That's another good name too. That's a good game too. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, like I saw the description for this game. I think I, there was a like naughty expansion pack for it oh, too. Dear. I, I still haven't played it. I've got it though, just because it looked fun. Secret Hitler was pretty fun. Secret Hitler's if, a lot if you of fun. like that sort of, you know, sort of like the it's mafia, right? Yeah, effectively, pretty much. Effectively, it is. All right, so that's a good question. Thanks, Sam. Um, we have another one from Facebook from last <clears throat> week that we got late. Um, from a fr- an old friend of mine from uh, Fantasy Quest back in the day, Michael. Um, Not me. Nope. He goes, what are your thoughts on the recent popularity of D&D games being streamed on things like Twitch and YouTube? Something like Critical Role, Harmontown, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. That's the first question. Um, then he says, any opinions on Disney acquiring Fox? Uh, well, most of their properties anyway. And then any predictions on the future of streaming services concerning the large and larger numbers of them seen in the works? So let's do the first one. What are the thoughts and recent popularity of D&D games being streamed on things like Twitch and YouTube? Considering that we're eventually going to do one for charity, I think that it's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah. It's gotten a lot of people into it because, you know, it's always the people who've kind of, they were never opposed to it. Mm-hmm. But they just never really wanted oh, to sit they down. They couldn't wrap their head around the idea. They couldn't it, wrap yeah. their head around it. They didn't want to put in the time to sit down. And then you watch some of these things. Um, like uh, Team Four Star played a yep. game. Yep. And my buddy Josh sat down and watched it. And, you know, the, their humor and the shenanigans mm-hmm. that could get up to in it. Mm-hmm. He sat me down and goes, Gonzo, I want to play. You, you, you DM this. I want to play. So I said, all right. Good stuff. So it's getting people into it. It's mm-hmm. exposing them. I agree. I agree. I mean, it's, you know, um, it's going to a related segment of people already, gamers, in this case, video gamers for the most part, because that's most of the people that watch Twitch. Yeah. Um, 
and going, hey, do you do this? Why not? You should. So I think it's good. Um, next, any opinion on Disney acquiring Fox? Uh, well, most of their properties for the most part. Um, I'll go first. Um, I think, uh, okay, so a lot of people are kind of going, oh, no, this is the end. It's another studio that's dying. Why does Disney have to do this? Okay. Money? No, no, hold on. Yes. But Disney didn't, it's not that Disney is the reason that Fox is going under and that Fox decided to sell 20th, 21st Century Fox. You can't blame Disney for this. No matter what, no matter who bought 21st Century Fox, there was going to be one less studio. Mm -hmm. All right. There was going to be. All right, because if Comcast bought it, Comcast part of NBC Universal and owns NBC Universal, so that's Universal. I mean, there was gonna be somebody else. So what do I think about it? Everyone's excited for kind of the Marvel consolidation. I'm psyched for that. Mm -hmm. I like that. Um, I'm also does my heart good to know that the distribution rights for Star Wars are all under the same umbrella now. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll get those nice Blu-rays of uh, of the original From the Vault. Yep, uh, of the original trilogy. I also personally would like to see a remastered uh, copy of the Star Wars Holiday Special, but only if they put the old commercials in as well. Those are the best part. Yep, I think that's why we stopped watching it that one year was because the version we found didn't have the commercials. Them yeah. out. That's that, that's ridiculous. It's like that's. Um, Kind of what I wanted. Yeah, I could. I, I'll sit through 15 minutes of Shriwook with no subtitles. <laughs> but I want the commercials. Um, sure, sure. Uh, B. Arthur. Yeah, B. Arthur. Pouring yeah. things into some dude's head. Yep. Sure. But commercials. Yeah. The animated adventures of Boba Fett were pretty good. It was all right. I like that. Um, do you have any specific issue with Disney acquiring Fox? Do you have any thoughts on that? Are they effectively nah. what, I, what mine? Nah. I mean, you do agree with me. Yeah, I agree is? with okay. you. I have no specific thoughts. Right. I have already made peace with Disney acquiring things that I love back when they grabbed Star Wars. Well, because, you know, so. like I said before, you know, look at what Disney has done with the things it acquires. Do you think we're going to be getting the 21st Century Fox fanfare before the next Star Wars movie? Wouldn't it be cool? That'd be real yeah. cool. Um, Here's what I have to say about this. I like that I'm still excited for Star Wars. I'm not one of those jaded haters. No, I, and I hate the jaded haters because they, you know, these are the people who are like, well, I don't want just the same thing all over again. And then when they get something different, why isn't it like what I used to watch? Shut the fuck up. Um, I have always said this about Disney, Disney specifically. Um, what does Disney do when it acquires properties? It goes, hey, I like that. We like that. We want you to make, they go to the creator. Hey, we like that. We want you to make, we want to want you to make more of that. So they took the Muppets and said, Hey, Henson's, we love the Muppets. Muppets. We love the Muppets. Here's a shitload of money. Make some Muppets. Hey, Marvel. How was the second modern Muppet movie? I liked it. I like those movies I very never much. Up seeing the second one. Muppets Most Wanted. I really liked yeah. the first one. I mean, Muppets Most Wanted was a lot of fun. Um, I, you know, the, the, they have not been able to successfully pull off a TV show, but the movies were fine. Hey, Marvel, you're about to be bankrupt. Hey, how about we not only, how about we just buy the entire thing? You know, we're in the comic book business now. Hey, you know what? Here's a bunch of money, right? Comic books. Let's make movies. 
hey, Star Wars, what, the old man's not going to make any more fucking Star Wars movies? Fuck that noise. Let's buy Star Wars and make some goddamn Star Wars movies. You know, all they do is they take stuff and they let creators create. They don't, you know, they're not like Fox or Warner Brothers with fucking DC where fucking things are written in a board, like in a boardroom. Like what's wrong with the Justice League movies? What's wrong with the DC movies? It's like they're written by fucking committee. Remember the time that there was going to be a Suicide Squad 2 and a Joker standalone movie? And I think there was a Harley Quinn standalone movie? That's what viewers really want. Jesus fucking Christ. So, good question. Good question. All right. Speaking of which. Yeah. I got to rebuy or look into upgrading some of my Joker stuff because I will be going to Dragon Con at the end of this month. Exciting. Down to Atlanta? Yep, down to Atlanta. Exciting. Plane tickets bought. The uh, con tickets bought. Now I'm just, I'm, I got to see what I still have of my Joker stuff that's in serviceable, not makeup stained condition. Sure, sure. Got to see about maybe upgrading the suit just a little bit. See if I can't find some pinstriping. Because I really like the striping. Okay. Instead of just the flat Technicolor purple right, right. that I have now, which I like. Yeah. And it's kind of been my style at conventions. People recognize me as, like, the Technicolor Joker. But, you know, just now that I've said the Joker standalone movie that I'm so excited for. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I'm not excited. Could you tell? <sighs> All right, moving on. I mean, I'm going to see it. I mean, of course you are. Moving on, we go to our next uh, message, which is from... Uh, Couchcrouches at gmail.com. I mean, I see and you getting ready over there. With also the has a theme song. That's not it, though. What the hell is Did that? Did you keep. Oh, you know what that is? That's Earth, Wind, and Fire. With. Oh, it's just. They're not synced up, and it's. At that point, it almost got synced it up. It almost did. All right. I don't know why the hell we ended up with Earth, Wind, and Fire, but this is a good auto-play. fucking song. You had autoplay. Yeah, but what was it from? Well, no, like that's fucking. Yeah, but that that would have come from. So you played uh, "I'm Too Sexy," and then as oh, you had I it just never down, turned it off. And we had another question. Hold in on, between. Bullshit! Bullshit! This song is dope. It's a good song. All right, I'm just saying though that while we had another question and yeah. it was turned down, it yeah. auto played like three yeah. or four songs forward. Okay. All right, so let's try this again, shall we? Sure. Hey, guys, it's live. That's why we don't, you know, we edit as little as possible because half the shit that's funny about this show is when we fuck up. Oh, there we go. So Doug emails us from, you know, the good thing is about this, you can almost play the song underneath Doug's email. Yeah. So Doug emails us on couchcrouches at gmail.com. He says, good evening, gentlemen, and a hearty congratulations on a great show. So Doug did come see the show. Did Sam? No. No, Sam couldn't. Sam Sam was going to go Friday night, but there's something that actually caused him to not go. Yeah, yeah. There was Doug. Doug and Lurch. Lurch went, yep. Jaqueline. Jaqueline. uh, Jordan. Jordan. Um, Trying to think who else from the show came to see it. I don't know. I'm sure there's one more. Um, oh, then you know, they're going to be really upset that we yeah, forgot that's right. them. You know who did come, though? 
Nick Cage came. It's a little forced, but it's fine. I'll take it. You know, I haven't mentioned in a couple episodes what? the name Ron Perlman. I'm really slacking on my Ron Perlman. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. All right. Let's get him trending on Twitter. I'm telling you. I'm man. sure he'll love that. Absolutely. All right, Doug. Doug hits us with two Is that questions. How Twitter works. Uh, if we keep hashtagging the fucker, yeah, eventually. I, right. I, I guess. And then, then he'll finally respond to us and no, just tell us, won't. "Leave me alone." One can wish. All right. Good evening, gentlemen, and a hearty congratulations on a good show, on a great show, rather. Question number one, and these are show specific. Um, the first one is, what sh what sort of contraption was the new chair in Sweeney Todd attached to? New it chair. moved very well. Oh, yeah. It chair. moved very well. Additionally, where did it dump to? Were there just massive pads to catch everyone? It was a seamless move, but I know falling from that height would still be dangerous. I was so curious. So, you take the chair. Well, you I take the chair. take the whole thing, but you want me just to take the chair? Well, I'd like to answer, too, since okay. I helped design the fucking thing. All right. You take the chair. I'll take the pit. You designed the chair. I designed the, the, the pit. Actually, JP did, but we worked on it together. So you go with the chair. All right. Go so. with the entire description of the chair. Okay, so you just want the current chair. You don't want the full saga of how we arrived at chair. No. No, that's full of... No. Too much. No. Um, so suffice to say, when, when the um, overall set design changed and it needed the chair to move... Um. Actually, it it moves a fair distance, right? That's a, it that was moves almost like a, four feet. Uh yeah, four feet. I mean, it's four feet of rail. So actually, it, it, moves... it was it was I believe two six foot segments of rail. So it moves about four feet then. Yeah, with the platform yeah. it was attached to. Yeah. So, um, because it needed to move. Because it moves, you know what it does? It is four feet because it moves because we had a. Uh, we obviously have a four foot flat, mm -hmm. and then it was a two foot flat for the and then the pit. yeah it it was most of most of a four foot travel yeah um so because it needed to move and it needed to move safely Uncle Polly and this is why we need to have video let's just put a picture of Uncle Polly we'll put a picture of Uncle Polly up it's like he's getting all cracked and shit yeah well like now he's gonna be taken care of and now he's in a good home. He's oh no he's falling. So by the way, Uncle Polly is a is a paper mache um, nutcracker nutcracker head. So we will and Jamie has brought him over. So we will. Um, he's kind of we'll, creepy. We'll do but some. I love him. We'll do some fun video or photos with Uncle Polly. Go. Uh, so I'm sorry. So continue. So we had uh, you know, two rails and so it needed to move and it needed to move safe and it needed to be constrained in the left right as well yeah. as the up down. So it. The construction of it was attached to the platforms were two six foot segments of V rail, v inverted rail. V rail. Yep. Like it's meant for outdoor gates, those heavy metal gates yep. that need to roll. Yep. <clears throat> so it's legitimately just a peak with two flats on either side mm -hmm. that you can screw into the. Made of screw down. Was it aluminum? Uh, no, that was steel. It was steel. That was steel. Okay. Um, it's because it was cheaper than most other linear guide. Sure. Which I looked into, but... I know you did. For, like, six-foot segments of linear rail, it was... Uh, you could have gotten some, some other better hardware for, for that price. Yeah, but it, it worked perfectly. So, 
on top of that, ran a really low profile platform. Yeah. Like it was just two by fours on their side with a uh, three eighths inch plywood top. You mean for the stops? Nope. For the this, this is the platform. Oh, so that rode so on the it. chair, by the way, sat on a platform. Yeah, I'm building up okay, from, yeah. from the bottom up. Right. So, so the, we're we're gonna end with the physical chair itself. Yeah. So this had four um, oil light brass V casters on it. Yes, it did. So the they're full metal casters that were designed to ride atop the V rail. Yep. Funnily enough. Funnily enough. Those are screwed into the uh, low-profile platform. That had a, what was it, 15-inch industrial Lazy Susan bearing. Yes, it did. That I actually had to drill out a couple of the holes where some feet used to be. Mm-hmm. I had to thread, uh, tap those holes to accept, I think it was quarter 20 um, bolts. And then, so that was bolted to that and screwed into the bottom of another plate, which I'm still very moved by, the uh, the signed wooden plate. That oh, was, did that you was enjoy that? I, I okay. did. I did not react on the video that Haley was taking of me because I looked at it, I turned back, saw her with her phone out, and I'm like, and then, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to react, but yeah. I was very moved. Yeah. And I, I will say full that, of feelings. And that was JP. I know it was. That was JP. I know it was. Because so, we were gonna, we were gonna throw it out because you wanted it just thrown out. Yeah, I, J- I saw no. And JP's like, no, we're we're doing something with that. Yeah. So. so, so that was just a, a plate that was big enough for the footprint of a really nice chair that I found at Goodwill for ten bucks. Great looking chair. It's uh, currently living at Dan East's house because yeah. I didn't have room in my car for right. it. I barely had room to get it to the theater in the first right, place, I and I. Almost damaged my radio by shoving this chair <laughs> into my passenger seat. But, uh, so I'm going to pick that up. I'm keeping that. Yeah. I have pulled it off of the whole mechanism and assembly, and I should probably go back to LP and claim the rails and the bearing that I left tucked away hidden because I didn't have room. Oh, you can if you want. So it's, your, it's yours. I, I may go on back and, and claim that. Um, so that Lazy Susan bearing allowed the chair to... Rotate a full, I would say 360, but you can go forever. It's a lazy Susan. Right. Um, so on top of that was the chair. Now the chair was hinged at the front with some really tiny but pretty decent hinges. They were good. And on the back was sort of like those um, bench seat or chest the, sliding. They're the, they're, the, they're the sliding brackets that, um, that you use when you open like a toy chest. And it's like, you see like the metal, the kind of the, the brass metal uh, guides With that the, that the uh, peg goes through. little bushing through. on it. Yeah, it, it, it was perfect. It was perfect. And so that, and it, that and limited it, the forward it, motion. But it also made some sound yeah. as well. And the, uh, then it just had a, a gate knob. Which I loved the knob. The gate knob yeah. was screwed into just the back of like the backrest yeah. right up near the head. Gave Joe something to grab yeah. onto, gave him a bit more leverage, gave yeah. the chair just something that he could control and it with. looked like a mechanism of some sort yeah so and that's what i was going for with the design was yeah it you know if it just sort of moved all right but how can we make it actually look like a mechanism right so, so i i wanted it, it was to good slide i loved and, it and so literally what you guys what you for those of you that don't understand what's happening so 
I'm going to describe the what you see at this point, and that'll segue mm-hmm. into my, my my part of the answer. So the actor will come and they'll sit down on this chair. So the chair is facing forward, center stage facing forward, up on a platform, eight feet in the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight feet. It's close to eight, all yeah. the way up. It's about seven. I think um, it was six, six foot legs plus a little bit for the. Okay, no, no, you know what? It was. I would say it was six foot. It was like six and a half feet. Yeah, because it's almost six inches. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's about six and a half feet in the air. Um, So they're on this chair. They sit down on the chair. They get their throat slit. So I'm sorry. They're sitting in the chair. Joe is standing behind the chair. He cuts the throat with a prop razor. Thank you, Gonzo. Uh, I kind of designed it. JP. Yeah, JP. I I watched him do it. Um, I provided the material. Joe grabs the knob, turns the chair around on an axis. That's a lazy, lazy Susan. Susan, and then on rails slides it upstage, which means away from the audience, and then makes a really cool rolling, yep, chunking, a great noise. chunk sound. And then using the handle, just 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 on the back of the chair, guides the chair slightly up and hinged forward so that the the bottom legs, the bottom front leg, on the bottom legs, the front legs are almost still completely on the platform, mm-hmm. and the um, the back legs, I don't think they pick up forty five degrees. No, it's much less. I, than it's that. much like t- fifteen twenty. And, and I, I actually did that by, I mean, leaning the chair forward yeah. and saying right about here. Yeah. And it looked like a natural place for the. Uh, it was actually, just enough to actually read. know what it was. Yeah, it wasn't even leaning it forward. It was when I was putting those uh, hinges on the rear legs, the sliding ones. Yeah, I was kind of struggling with how am I going to shoot these screws into this? It's real tight now, mm-hmm. so I just decided, all right, I'm just going to put the foot of this right next to the foot of the chair. Yeah, and then I'm going to finagle the sliding leaning guide part are you saying it was a happy accident yes yeah that's beautiful that's beautiful that entire chair was a happy accident and then i was very pleased with it yeah but i pulled it out of my ass and then the actor actually heaves themselves off the chair into the murder pit the corpse shoot corpse shoot all it was was it was about a three foot drop Mm -hmm. onto a mattress so it was on a three foot drop onto a raked or like a dia- like a, a sloped um, platform upon which there was a mattress. So what they did was they they fell forward onto the mattress, effectively jumping on their feet. Mm-hmm. And oh, then yeah. uh, I watched everyone yeah. because we were always there. Yeah, we always they had landed. We had someone attending always. They always landed foot first. It was just like they were jumping onto the mattress. Yep. And then they just kind of sat on their butt and slid down, and there was a tech there to guide them the entire way. Most of them, most of them took care of the dismounting that mattress all on their own. Mm-hmm. I did lift Kelly down every night because Kelly because she's tiny. small, she's small. So I mean, that's all it was. Um, she's also the one most terrified of the fall. Well, she was the only one that couldn't put her feet down from the chair. Yeah. That was the problem. Was her, you know, she yeah. couldn't, she couldn't, she couldn't plant her feet to be able to kind of step off the uh, the platform. She had to kind of. Heave herself off the chair, yeah. So much yeah. like the bang snaps from Into the Woods, though. Yeah, 
After a little while, she kind of got used to it, and she almost seemed to be enjoying. She it. was into it. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's that. That's what that was. So, good question, Doug. Thank you very much. Um, I'm glad now, you enjoyed that chair. That that chair yeah. drove me up the wall for a long time. Now, Doug's second question. Doug's second question is: What do you find is the most effective way to deal with depression or anxiety when you're in the midst of a bout of sadsies? Michael? I don't deal with it. What does that mean? It means I ignore it and let it fester away as a mental illness remaining untreated. Okay. Um, I... Eventually it goes away for a couple weeks and then I'm good. I tend to find the most effective tool is... I asked a very similar question that you never got around to asking Sam. Oh, okay. If you you remember. um, No. During your vampire... Oh, yeah, we never did the supplemental one, yeah. When I... Yeah, I, I posted that, and it was late, but yeah. it's a very similar question that I I would well, wanted answered. I will so. say this, and then we can you know we can mention yours, but uh, oh, you don't have to read mine. Okay. Mine was for Sam. Okay, I'm not going to answer my own. Okay, well, I don't have an answer. So my answer to Doug is I, I this isn't a strategy; it's just an observation. The very best way to deal with depression or anxiety is catharsis, um, but it's not always convenient. Um. You know, if you're super depressed, there's nothing wrong with bawling your eyes out, you know. Um, nothing feels better than that post-cathartic, yeah, kind of, you're done crying, you're done being upset, and, you know, it's just kind of your body's drained, but you feel so much better. Um, anxiety, depression, or anxiety, I mean, how do I deal with my anxiety? I attempt to do some manner of quick meditation. I will attempt to center myself. Um, sometimes I'll try to, you know, listen to something that's soothing or, um, the other one is, um, I have to have some kind of, one thing I can't do is meditate in silence. I have a hard time because I'm there with only myself and I'm the thing that makes me nervous. So there you go. Um, I, not the answer, I really not an answer, develop but better coping skills. But, yeah, probably. Uh, I don't have time for that. Okay. I keep busy working all the time. Ignore it. If I work through it, I'll actually no, not exactly. <laughs> Gonzo's answer is stoicism. Not exactly, uh, working through it even though, or ignoring it. It's, I find that when I go and keep myself busy while I'm upset, mm-hmm something will inevitably piss me off with what I'm doing. Yes. And that will turn my depression into frustration and anger. And those can be made into useful emotions to me because when I'm frustrated and angry with the thing I'm building, it's going to get fucking done. But you're describing catharsis. You're describing a certain form of catharsis, the great release of emotion. Now, it's not cathartic in that you're crying or that you're screaming or that you're hitting what you're doing is focusing that into something else and And when you're done if you feel better that was a cathartic experience and then the secret is never stop oh jesus just keep going i mean i think i have uh let me let, let me just real quick check that calendar now and uh see exactly how much time i have off before the next thing i'm doing Okay, so I have a wedding this Saturday that I that I'm going to. 
shit, I have a whole week where I have nothing on my list between the wedding and Dragon Con. Whatever shall you do? Probably cry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, seriously, I'm yeah, sorry. You know. I'm sorry. That sucks. I'm going to have nothing to distract me. Uh, you want to figure something out, or? Maybe. We'll, we'll talk about that off the air. Okay. Um, all right, so finally, final question, and I saved this for last because I feel like we might have a big conversation with this. If not, we're already at 52 minutes, so yeah. making good time. Uh, this is from Jordan at Table to Stage. Hi, Jordan. Um, Jordan enjoyed the show as well. Did we remember him when we were listening to the people that came to see the show? Yes. Okay. Okay. I'd be very upset if we hadn't yeah. remembered him and then we got to his question. Okay, so Jordan's question is quite political. Um, we have we have kind of asserted our political views in the past. I know I have. Um, damn the bourgeoisie up with the proletariat. Death to our uh, death to our mutant overlords. Um, but this is Jordan's question. If you want to donate money, we should maybe have a Patreon, but we don't. So. Okay, we'll get back to Jordan's question. So about that. So somebody else asked me why we don't have a, why we why we don't have a Patreon, and my answer is because we don't have enough listeners. Hmm. That's my true reason. Um, also, I think that before we go, like if we get enough listeners, before we would go to a Patreon, I would want to do ads first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what I would want to do is I'd want to do ads and see how much revenue we could draw by getting ads. And then for Patreon, offer an ad-free option. Yeah, um, well, that's, and th that's the normal model. And then additional content. That's the normal model. And a lot of the podcasts I listen to now, they have like different levels as mm -hmm. well. Um, really interesting stuff too. Like, it's also so, how these people turn podcasting into their full-time job. I mean, back in the day, you just did it with fucking mm -hmm. advertisement, advertisement, and um, and merchandise. Mm -hmm. um, quick question for our listeners out there. If there were Couch Grouch's t-shirts, would you wear them? Let us know. What were some of the things we were going to put on it? Were we going to do Sympathy Won't Suck My Dick? <laughs> no, but we should. I forget. Did I tell you that phrase before? I don't think so, but oh, I, right. I, we'll, I, we'll get into that. I think that's officially a, a, that's a phrase. Good, that's a good one. I right? mean, our, we, could, you know, we could just do one that says Couch Grouch is our genre's genre. We could just do hashtag full-size bush. Yeah, hashtag full-size bush. Um... um <laughs> Which I don't. Whatever think that, I said earlier I don't about think apathy and I don't think anger. we've ever told that story. Maybe one of our episodes can be story time. We just can't do some of the some of the, yeah. the really bad yeah. ones. But we, we could get Drillbot. We could do Drillbot. I you know we could, yeah we could, oh that that's like a get ready full size bush if you remove yeah. the names. Oh yeah, I would remove the names. Um, God, that's just like a ready made episode. Like, yeah, like that's 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 bonus content. All right, so Jordan's question. Um, he goes, apparently Kevin Feige, you know, the Marvel guy, is a golfing buddy of the Trumpster fire. And apart, apparently he's among a few Mar-a-Lago members that are making decisions about U.S. policy, specifically veterans affairs. That uh, Jordan is a veteran. I have a lot of trouble separating politics from entertainment, and I've dropped some of my favorite artists and athletes, including the NFL and Toto, due to political differences or just a penchant for dickishness. How do I continue to enjoy the MCU knowing that Feige is golfing with and therefore a supporter of Trumpelstiltskin? And how are we okay with country club members setting domestic or foreign policy? I'll hang up and listen. Thanks. 
So I'm going to go backwards on this. Um, I would say that the whole thing with Kevin Feige, you know, being a member that is making decisions on U.S. policy, specifically Veterans Affairs, I'm not going to say that it's merely conjecture, um, but I'm going to say that, you know, unless we've got documentation, we don't necessarily know to the extent to which he he does that. Um, so that's, you know, that's a lame answer. And, I'm, I, I'm, and again, all I'm trying to do is just throw devil's advocate shit out of that. Um, I will also say that Kevin Feige, while the executive producer and kind of showrunner of that whole empire, he is not the only artist involved with those films. Um, and I think there are a lot of great people involved with those films that are much more closely involved with those films that are much more responsible creatively for those films. Um, so that's my second point. My third point is if I, unfortunately people suck and famous people tend to suck publicly. And there are a lot of famous people out there that suck and there are a lot of artists out there that suck that I've had to decide which, pick and choose which ones I'm going to let their suckitude affect whether or not I consume their product. Um, there are examples that we could give. Uh, you, th you thought of a couple. I was just throwing out names earlier, yeah. like people that have done some... Well, like, you know, for Some example, like, okay, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Now, Michael Jackson was never convicted nope. of doing anything. And but I, I legitimately believe that he never, like, sexually did anything with those kids. I agree. Um, I, I think that he was just locked I mentally in a child. He's a man boy. So um, I also think that. Um, you Doesn't know, mean he, it's appropriate. I just don't nope. think he touched them. I don't think he, he probably was inappropriate, but I don't think he was predatory or yeah. did anything. Yeah. Um, that being said, you know, even when there was question about it, I still listened to Thriller. I did. But as a, as a, as a counterpoint to that, I find it very difficult to listen to Bill Cosby. Mm -hmm. Um, I, um, what you really got to watch out for is those people that come up and have only recently started getting into Bill Cosby's work. Yeah, really. Um, you know what? Roman Polanski's a giant piece of shit. I mean, he's a horrible human being. Rosemary's Baby is still a dope fucking movie. I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, Tom Cruise is a member of a... Very predatory cult. A, a very predatory, <clears throat> violent, manipulative, brainwashing cult. They can't gangstalk me if I already think I'm being followed. Um... You know, does it bother me that, you know, at a at a moment's notice, he could summon forth another Scientology comfort woman for a wife? Yeah, it bothers me to an extent. But I'll watch that motherfucker run real fast away from explosions. I hey, like sometimes he'll dangle from actual planes. Sure, sure. Uh, I'm going to watch the fuck out of that fucking Mission Impossible movie. Mm -hmm. And I, and you know what? The you know, I'm anxiously awaiting the Top Gun sequel. So. But on the same hand, um, you know, uh, 
there are some other examples where I can't. Um, but like, you know, another one, Brian Singer. Mm-hmm. And then we'll talk about the actor related to him as well. Brian Singer, supposedly someone that um, liked having relations with young boys. And a related actor, Kevin Spacey. You know what? I love the usual suspects. Mm-hmm. And there's a double shot right there. A double shot right there. And the fact that Stephen Baldwin is also like a a Christ-loving fucking Republican, um, you know, maniac. Okay, you know, I'm still going to watch that fucking movie. I'm sorry. I'm still going to watch that movie. It's a great movie. I'm still going to watch the first couple X-Men movies. You know what, Those though? are great movies. I think that that kind of hits on uh, on something here. Go for it. You know, like Usual Suspects or, yep. or any of these movies. and. And this is specifically because all of these examples where it's, I don't care, I'm still going to watch this, has been a movie. But your only I have trouble with, really, has been Bill Cosby. Mm -hmm. Now, something that I've just kind of put together in my head is, there's a lot more than the one offending person in a movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, Ghost Dad, but... (laughs) Literally part six. But so, uh, whereas Bill Cosby is generally just Bill Cosby. Even Bill yep. movies with Bill Cosby have just yep. been or the Cosby Bill Cosby sh- or vehicles. Or the, Co- the Cosby show is effectively just autobiographical. You know, so, all yeah. of these things that are just Cosby vehicles, as opposed to the usual suspects where... It's an ensemble. Yes, but all of this other, and there mm. there's more going on other than just zip-zop-zoobity-bop yeah. for 25 minutes, half an hour. And, it, and so I, I feel like it's not even separating the artist from the art because well, Cosby and et cetera, you know, you, you, it's really hard like that. But in, in a full movie and going back to Feige and, and Marvel, mm-hmm. with such a large group of everything else that's going on, it's not just this one person. Mm-hmm. So you can pull them out of it. You you can say that yeah, and you know what? I'll, I'll go. I'll take a step further with Kevin Feige, and I'll make and 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 and, and work with me here for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a difference between Marvel Studios and Chick Fil A. Mm-hmm. Now here's the difference. Now, I know Chick Fil A is not art, not art, but that's good chicken. But I won't eat it. So here we go. Kevin Feige does not use the platform he has the Marvel platform he has, to attempt to further any political agenda. Whereas the owner of Chick-fil-A uses the profits directly, the profits that he makes from selling chicken sandwiches, to fund, like, anti-gay organizations. So when I give money to Marvel... I'm not giving money directly. I'm giving money to, you know what? He's an asshole. He's a lot of stupid opinions. And, you know, you know, and I know, I know it's, that's oversimplification, but you know what? He's not for, he's not using his platform to forward any of his stupid ideas. Whereas using the Chick-fil-A example, that guy is literally funding anti-gay organizations. The money you give him for chicken, he takes to do horrible things with. Um, you know, that's, 
it's a it's 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 a really it's a it's a good question and um i it's a good question it's a good question and i could talk about a lot of the things that um that you've mentioned here i suppose the only real answer is from yourself too like if you sit and give it a long hard think and you and you figure that it doesn't matter i can't mm-hmm. now that i know that kevin feige I, I can't, then well, don't. I mean, yeah, I agree with that. But that being said, um, and you go back to this, you're right. It's an ensemble situation. There are so many artists in that organization that are making great art that don't necessarily have those same ideals. Um, it's not all or nothing. So, I, I, you know, as a producer, you know, um, I mean, there, I, I mean, there you go. There, you, I mean, it's, it's not, it's not, you know, I'd love to be able to say I had a definitive answer for you, but I, I don't. Um, but I hope that at least helps. Mm. I mean, I think we've made some good points there. Um, I'm trying to think, do we have anything else? I don't know. I don't know. I don't you're you're so. the one with the computer. I do know. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Um, uh, you know, actually, Jordan said something last week as well uh, when he commented about two episodes in one week. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm having trouble processing my own reality after all the grouchiness of the past couple of days. Um, and he enjoyed the Sam episode quite a bit. Um, if you want help processing your reality, listen to my little side rant yeah. on last episode. Yeah. He then says that he just saw Crawl. That Kroll will be making a brief return to theaters as part of the fandom event series. He goes, I think it's directly due to your recent episode, so I hope you're getting some kickback from that extravaganza. Look at that most powerful magic user. Absolutely. Um, and then he asked about what you know what we thought about Bobby De Niro and Mark Marin being uh, cast in the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. He says uh, Marin has been an outspoken has been outspoken. I didn't, you didn't I, even I, know. I'd like to make a point, yeah. which is I didn't know this question was coming up when yeah. I went on my little thing about the Joker movie yeah. earlier. Uh, Marin has been a uh, outspoken for his disdain of comic book movies taking over Hollywood, squeezing out opportunities for other films and filmmakers, but said he couldn't just pass up the uh, chance to work with De Niro. Um, he says he thinks it's a little hypocritical, you know, place his principles on shelf for the project. Um, you know, Jordan, I don't think it's a matter of principle. I think he doesn't like something, but he has an opportunity to do something he's always wanted to do. And to do that, he has to get involved with something that he doesn't really care about. I don't think it's an integrity issue. I think, you know what? He's an actor and he's actually, he's a very funny comedian, a very good podcaster, but he's like, you know what? You know, I've had to do things I didn't like for, for reasons that, that, you know, that, that, you know, I mean, everyone has to sometimes compromise. I don't think it's an integrity issue. I think he compromised. I think, you know, he's like, I'm an actor. I make movies. I don't like this kind of movie. I don't like this kind of movie at all. I have a bunch of list of reasons why I don't like the movie. I don't like this movie at all. But you know what? There's this guy I've always wanted to work with and he's make, and he's going to be in this movie. You know what? I'll put it aside for the opportunity to work with this person. I don't think it's that hypocritical. I really, do. I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I. I don't think that every decision is a moral, you know, has to have this big moral, um, 
thing attached to it. Hmm. That's 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 mm-hmm. that's that's what I'm gonna get. Mm. Okay, mm. You, you're not wrong. Okay, so I, I don't know. I, I just think I, I I don't think everything is a goddamn you know morality struggle, and that's just me. That's just me. All right. So hey, you know what? Um, cool. All right. We're gonna call. All right. It so there. now it's time for emails, because that was our meet. Da 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 da. All right. So. All right. Um, you know, I was I was only kind of half joking when I said uh, fan mail episode, but that that's this was time just a fan mail well. episode. Yeah, this was a fan mail episode. So, hey, if you liked the show, let us know. Please contact us. Um, we don't have Joe here to go through it, so I guess I'll do the best I can, unless you want to say it. Um, Twitter. <laughs> so yeah, Twitter at Couch Grouches. Facebook um, at Couch Grouches. You no, not YouTube. Not yet. That's not us. Not yet. Uh, no, there is a couch crouches on YouTube, and there are fake couch crouches. Uh, they're not. They're they're just somebody else that that came up. It's totally unrelated. So I'm eventually going to contact them and see if we can make a deal. Um, uh, or we'll, Instagram. Instagram. Uh, couch crouches. MySpace. I can if you want. Nah. We don't do enough music. That, um, that's what MySpace is these it days. Is right? now, just yeah. music. And then of course, couch crouches at gmail.com. And where are we? Spotify. We're oh god, we're everywhere. iTunes. So we're so we're on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean. Google. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Podbean and Stitcher. Who is our host? Are we on Stitcher? I believe we're on Stitcher. I submitted. Um, I will also say that we're also on all like the third party podcast apps now as well. Yeah. Like if you look up Couch Crouch's podcast, we're fucking everywhere so every app that you can get we are probably on if there's one that we're not on that you specifically you know know somebody that you know, only uses that drop us a line we'll see what we can do about getting on there i could record haunting whispers to send to you at night sure so it'll help you sleep i don't know that it will help this statement has not been evaluated evaluated <laughs> by the food and drug administration um I've been told, though, that, um, and I don't know, probably not right now because I'm raspy and a li- getting a little sick, perhaps, yeah. but I have been told that, at least in person, I could be very soothing. Oh, sure. I think the, the, the voice is there. I think the voice is there. It's like, you know, people that I'm romantically entangled with, so it's, it's not for every day you, yeah, thank you. There it is. That was an appropriate usage. I thought so. Um, all right, so I'll tell you what. Um, let's could, call it. Could write us a letter and send it to P.O. Box 751 <laughs> 1330 Mo- 1313 Mockingbird Lane. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I, I forgot briefly I know. how addresses work. Indeed. So, yeah. I was uh, just kind of just going to go with more numbers. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's cool. All right. Thanks for uh thanks for listening and uh we'll get you guys next week and we'll I think we'll probably hopefully have all the band back together. Yeah. Maybe we'll actually come up with a actual subject. Hey, if you guys want us to talk about something, throw in suggestions. We definitely are about or you know, keep writing in questions and if and we'll we don't just keep get, doing mailbag if, yeah. if we don't get to them we i believe we've just proven that we, yeah. we keep them oh yeah we'll absolutely. get to them eventually absolutely so we're maybe someday to. i'm not here you and joe will do them yep i don't think so i feel like joe normally is full of uh like movie just, sure 
I actually have more, I actually had something else from Jordan. I'm not going to read it today though, but we got more stuff from All Jordan. Right. So Jordan, hold on yeah. to that. Jordan, what would you want your theme song to be? Let us know. All right. With that, we're going to call it a day. So, uh, Gonzo, uh, we no longer call it Gonzo's Black Magic Corner, but it's, we'll be calling it, I don't know, Gonzo's, um, uh, I don't know, Occult Playground or something like that. I don't know. Have you contacted the demons? No, I have not contacted the demons. They may be uh, screening their calls. Indeed. All right, so let's... Yeah. So. It doesn't have the same feel for the end of a show credit, though. Yeah, it's still good, though. It's got the birds. All right, so we'll, we'll do it. We'll just... All right. We're going to call that a day for Couch Grouches. This is Jim. I'm Gonzo. Um, fuck on, audience? Yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck on, audience. This mango nos isn't that bad, really. No? No, it says it's nitrous infused. Is that going to get me high? If you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs>